Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, more of the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. You mentioned it's Lionel Richie's birthday today, so Chuck Rose gets first quest. Little love will find a way from Lionel. Is he one of the great songwriters of all time? I'm not mad at you if you put him in there. Is his most famous song uh, "We Are the World"? Oh, <laughs> he wrote that with Michael. You yeah. know that. That is true. Mm-hmm. You know that story? So I don't know the story. I do know that he wrote it with Michael, but I don't know how like it came to be. So they wrote the song after the American Music Awards, which is really, in, in for a long time, was bigger than the Grammys, was the American mm-hmm. Music Awards. Okay. Like, that was the more prestigious thing than the Grammys. Right. So after the American Music Awards... Um, What's his name? Um, Harry Belafonte and, um, oh, gosh, Michael's producer uh, for, for Thriller. Um, oh, God, why am I drawing my, my blank now? His produ- you mean Quincy Jones? Yeah, Quincy Jones. <clears throat> Quincy Jones and Harry Belafonte, this is like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. They got everybody in studio from the American Music Awards, and they basically told everybody, check your egos at the door. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to do this, this song and everything like that. And a lot, of, a lot of the artists did think it was kind of campy, but they wanted to be a part of it. And there was a few artists like Prince and stuff like that that not didn't end up being part of the USA for Africa and, and We right. Are the World and all that kind of stuff. But they really made it a point to, like, look, don't come in here with any egos. Don't, don't think you're better or lead, whatever like that. But they, um, they wrote the song, and obviously it was a big number one hit and all that kind of stuff. So only about 10% of the money made from that song actually got to help the people of Africa. Because, again, I mean, (laughs) and it's because of all the red tape, bureaucrats, money went to the governments. You know, the people didn't get the money. I mean, and again, it's, it's all this big show when you do these kinds of things. And they made a whole big production of it and all that good kind of stuff. But only about 10% of the money actually got to the people of Africa when all was said and done. So that's the deal. Um, 
And again, a lot of lot of warlords and everything else just pocketed the yeah. money, you know. <laughs> oh, they're feeding. I mean, look at how, you know. Okay. I mean, again, at, at the end of the day that these things never, they never work out. When, 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 right. you, when you give to these third world countries and stuff, uh, again, it's such a small percentage of Nine people. times out of ten, it's going to some yeah, corporation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, or some warlord or dictator or whatever. That's why those guys live high on the hog and the people are sitting out there suffering. So, anyway. Uh, Braves tonight, they do beat the Philadelphia Phillies for their seventh win in a row. Now nine games up. You know who else won tonight? Cincinnati Reds. This is their this is their 10th straight win tonight. First time since 2012 that they have 10 straight wins. And uh, their franchise record is 12 wins. So think about that. So th- when you talk about hot teams, that's who the Braves are going to play this weekend, is they're going to be yep. in Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Reds. So that should be a fun series uh, with the Braves coming in. And I guarantee you the, the Reds will be jacked up for that series. Now, what would be great is the Braves go in there and humble them like the Iron Sheik. Would be nice. Just, just go in there and put the camel clutch on them and humble them when all is said and done. Um, also, too, uh, they, somebody on the text line asked Mick or Nick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins with an M. M-I-C-K and then Jenkins, how you would typically spell it. Okay. So they, they're thanking you on the text line for that artist nugget. Oh, well, look at me. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, does everybody know about Mick Jagger? I mean, <laughs> so I, I didn't think anybody didn't know who Mick Jagger was. But anyway. Um, so anyway, good stuff there. Uh, anyway, we uh, let's get to a uh, college football roundup. It's time for the College Football Roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Are you uh, Are you one of these gamers? Are you a gamer? Yes, I am. Okay. Have you seen where EA Sports is being sued by a licensing group and what this could mean for the college football video game as NIL issues arise? So... The Brander Group, the B-R-A-N-D-R Group, which negotiates group licensing deals for over 50 Division I schools, is suing EA Sports over name, image, and likeness deals being offered to athletes for the upcoming EA Sports College football video game. According to documents uh, obtained by Front Office Sports, EA Sports reportedly contacted the Brander Group several times from 2021 to 2022 to discuss its plans to offer NIL deals to athletes with transactions being negotiated through the Brander Group. However, in May of 2023, EA Sports chose to work with One Team Partners to facilitate any group bargaining. So the Brander Group is arguing that it still should be allowed to negotiate any contracts or deals for athletes at the schools that it represents. It also made the claim that EA Sports' decision to offer the ability to opt into a deal that does not include the Brander Group is tortoise interference. Huh. I don't know what turtles have to do with I was going to say, what, what, what do turtles have to do with yeah. this? <laughs> why, do, why do turtles get a bad name out of all of it? So, um, Multiple reports have indicated that the current deal worked with Team One Partners offers around $500 
to each player that opts into having their name, image, and likeness used in the game. College Football Players Association President Justin uh, Falcinelli urged players to boycott EA Sports game in response to their reported offer. You should not participate in this, Falcinelli told On3. It is a simple cash grab to just try to get you for the lowest amount possible, and it's one team partner and all the organizations that don't really represent the player's best interests. So basically, obviously what they're trying to do is get everybody on the cheap to come on board to be able to use them, right? Mm -hmm. Because, again, this is where the video gaming industry is where this all started because Ed O'Bannon was watching himself on NCAA basketball and said, wait a second, there's this big, lanky, left-handed forward um, playing for UCLA in the year I played, and it's I'm not getting any credit yep. for it. And that's how it all started. And you would have in the college football game, you know, Florida with a big, thick, left-handed quarterback, yep. <laughs> right, white yep. kid, yeah. you know, running around, throwing passes and, and physical, and Tim Tebow wasn't seeing a dime of that. And, and that's what it was, is that it was – it was not using their images. But, and I can, and listen, I can understand that corporations have to make their profit, right? But what they're trying to do is they're not trying to negotiate the best deal. They're trying to negotiate the cheapest deal. And obviously, if you're going to get a good percentage of athletes that are just happy to make the money off of it, right? Like just make a certain percentage of money or whatever, $500 or whatever like that. I mean, to a college kid, five hundred bucks is five hundred bucks. I was gonna man. say I would have loved you give me five hundred bucks. Sure. And and for what? I mean, for for to see yourself on a video game, right? Then how cool is that? Exactly. So but I'm probably gonna go play later on. Yeah. But they're looking at this from the bigger picture side of it. So I I understand both sides in some ways. Again, if you're a business, you want to pay the least amount possible, right? Now, I'm sure that the top players, um, you know, again, let, let's, let's, let's look at this year, okay? Yeah. So, I guarantee you Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't selling for $500. No. I, I guarantee no. you Caleb Williams isn't selling for $500. I guarantee you... He's not even officially played yet but arch manning you think he's doing oh yeah that 500 yeah or or drake may i mean yeah. or, or guys like that like they're not selling for 500 dollars. so you can you can miss everybody with all of that but the what do you want to say the offensive lineman the the right guard yep. for iowa <laughs> will probably play probably. for you know yeah. probably get the you know or the center for oregon will probably take the $500. And I can understand that. I mean, again, I I have no problem with that. Again, everybody should be able to cash in on all of this. So I see both sides of this. But, <clears throat> again, when you dangle $500 out to some kids, they're going to take that. Yeah. And and that's, that's where Absolutely. the tricky part comes into all of this is that. So what they say is, as far as the game's future, the Brander Group lawsuit does not concern the reported $500 off. Sorry does not concern the reported $500 offer, nor are there any college athletes involved in the lawsuit. The issue here is not compensation, 
Rather, which group represents the players in schools that EA Sports wants to include in the college football video game during negotiations? Brander's uh, allegations amount to seeking involvement with any deals that EA Sports makes with the 54 Division I schools for whom Brandt typically had, handles NIL licensing. Fans might panic because the original line of the NCAA-branded video games were killed by a lawsuit, but that was a different scenario. Yeah, that was the Ed O'Bannon case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's that's where that all started from, is they weren't getting anything. Exactly. Like, there was zero yeah. in the kitty. Nothing. And, and, and Ed O'Bannon was watching and saying, wait a second, that's me. That that's that that yeah. the big left-handed player from that's, yeah. from UCLA. That's that's me. That's me. Yeah. And I wasn't getting anything for it, so that's why the thing blew up. As far as you know, the the video game, it wasn't wasn't that they weren't paying enough money. Well, they weren't paying anything. They weren't getting paid at all. Yeah, they exactly. weren't paying anything. Look, man, whatever whatever we have to do so that way I can play college football on my PlayStation again. Get it done. Just please. Whatever we have to do. Because I, for the love of God, I miss playing. When's NCAA. the last time the game came out? Pre-pandemic? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe like seven or eight years pre-pandemic. Like, I think the last college, the last NCAA football, I think, was 13, I think. Wow. 2013. The, yeah. the lawsuit started in 2009 for Ed O'Bannon. Yeah. Is when his lawsuit started. But so it, it, it didn't. It it didn't it had to go through the the, the entire yeah. chain of court system yeah. so um i want to say 12 like 2012 2013 i think was wow. the last time wow that, I, I didn't realize it was i didn't made. realize it was that long ago yeah I mean, it's been over crazy. a decade wow okay about a decade okay I, I mean i've never played it so i i have no oh, idea man, so. you're missing out it's awesome yeah i mean i've played madden and all that kind of stuff but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm good you know i'm at at 51 years old, I'm too tired. Okay? <laughs> I can't stay up gotcha. late at night. Again, I, yeah. I I I played Atari 2600 and Atari 5200 when I was 11 years old. I can't stay up that late yeah. anymore. So anyway, um, Nick Saban talking to Joel Klatt, how the fact that he is still upset about the fact that Alabama was not in the playoffs last year. Quote: All we do is take the teams that win the most games at the end of the year. Put them into the playoffs, but do you really get the best teams? When they told me that we would be favored against three of the four teams that got in the playoff, I'm like, why aren't we in the playoff? Because they didn't win the right games. Does, doesn't there have to be something said for winning, not point spreads? I mean, there has to be something that says, okay, more than just winning your games, you you or I should say more than just having point spreads, you have to win your games. And they didn't win the right games. They didn't win enough games. Sorry. And anyway. All right. When we come back, thoughts about the Hawks and would Kyle Kuzma be a guy that interests you? We'll talk about that next. We'll open up the phone lines too. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Quite a while. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Nice with John. We should be so lucky. It's the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. 404-726-0929. That's both our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line and it is our phone line if you want to jump in and talk a little Hawks basketball as we get ready for the NBA draft coming up here on Thursday. It'll be Caleb uh, Johnson, myself, and uh, Deshaun Tate, Sparty, that will be a part of... Um, of all the draft coverage. So earlier today, um, a guy that I wanted a few years ago uh, became a opted out of his uh, player option, and that was Kyle Kuzma. <clears throat> and he was set to make $13 million this year for the Washington Boulets. He had a career-high 21.2 points per game, averaged 7.2 rebounds, He's up swing forward, six foot nine, two twenty one, power forward, small forward. Um, been around in the league for how many years now? Has he been in the league? So five years. This will be his sixth year coming up in the. Uh, excuse me, in the uh, NBA. Uh, no, sorry. Um, yeah, his seventh year in the NBA. Sorry, got that wrong. Seventh year coming up in the uh, NBA. And I asked, I asked Dom the question earlier that would he be a suitable replacement for a John Collins? Is he a better player than a John Collins? I don't think they're, I don't think they're massively dissimilar, but I think Kuzma may be a little bit better player. They're about the same age and experience-wise. Um, obviously, he's been part of an NBA championship team. He's been a part of two NBA. Has he been a part of two NBA championship teams? No, I think just the one because he was in L.A. and then he got – Traded to or yeah, got traded to Washington. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he was a, so he was the one. champ with with the Lakers, yeah. and then then got moved to uh, Washington. So um, you know, all rookie selection. Um, obviously, had a pretty good year last year. Not a great three point shooter, or anything like that. But again, when you average twenty one and seven, you know, in the league, that's still good numbers. Uh, when all is said and done, if he could do that for the Hawks, I mean, that would be a pretty good thing. But you know, we were talking about this earlier that. The Hawks are really right now linked to just about everybody in the NBA, from Pascal Siakam to Kristaps Porzingis. Kuzma's a guy that is now available. Will the Hawks make a move as far as 
trade somebody and then sign him as a free agent uh, because now he's a free agent. And, and he'll be, you know, he'll be a guy that is in demand as a free agent. He'll be one of the top free agent names that will be bantied about. And I wonder what the Hawks' plan is because, you know, I was talking about this with Pat Benson earlier. I, I could see a scenario where the Hawks run this thing back that, okay, we got Quinn Snyder. He's our coach. We're going to see what he can do with a full offseason with these guys. He's got a feel for what they are and are not, and we're going to see what he can do running it back with, you know, a whole offseason to work. And then if it doesn't work out well, then at the trade deadline, you start removing assets. Then at the trade deadline, you move DeJounte Murray, among other players, and you start cleaning house. And then you get yourself back down underneath the luxury tax. Because right now the Hawks are somewhere, I've heard $9 million, I've heard $13 million, Somewhere in that nine to thirteen million dollar range is where the Hawks sit right now in the luxury tax. So as far as it goes, I think because right now they're as if I'm read it correctly, they're eight million dollars over the cap. With the luxury tax added to that, it would basically be like thirteen million that they would have to pay. Okay. So they're eight million over because they're eight million over. It would be about thirteen million that they'd have to pay. In the luxury. Okay. Yeah, because I, th- I think that they are nine, somewhere around $9 million is what I had heard that they were in. Oh, because again, there's the, there's the cap and then there's the luxury tax cap. So you can, so you don't get punished necessarily for signing your own guys, right? Because it's your top, I think, what is it? Your top, so your top, Top nine or ten contracts? Yes, it's one of those two, nine or ten. That's, yeah, that's so right. it, it, it's some kind of fakakta math thing that that it goes on. So, um, so it's like your top ten contracts or what have you. So uh, again, and and it doesn't try to punish teams for signing their own guys. Now, up until this year, when the new collective bargaining agreement, um, you know, you could only have two supermax players on your team. Now you can have an unlimited amount. Of course, then again, how many? Supermax players, A, how many Supermax players are there? And B, how many can you really end up getting? But nonetheless. So, again, they're trying to make it to where teams can sign their own guys for good money. But Kuzma's opting out of his um, his player contract. And I wonder if, if John Collins is truly on the trade block, would Kuzma be a suitable replacement? Now, again, I've seen all kinds of names – I've seen Pascal Siakam, like I said. I mean, I've seen all kinds of names that are bandied about with the Atlanta Hawks because they are a team that probably is looking to change up something of their roster. Now, we we say that in theory, but I'm not sure how the actual application of that is going to take place. Are they going to slash payroll? Are they looking to get cheaper? You know, Kuzma's a guy who probably would cost you $20 million a year and that would be a pretty good bump for him, but it's still less than what John Collins is getting. And we know that, you know, the Hawks at the trade deadline, one of the things they did was, and that was the under underrated part of the trade deadline was, yeah, they added some pieces, and then they also slashed payroll. They also reduced their payroll. And if Tony Ressler is not going to go in the luxury tax this year, I don't know when he's going to go into it. You know, it's hard to, again, if you if you draft guys and they outperform their contracts, 
then it makes sense to go in the luxury tax. But I, I just I don't I don't have an understanding about where this organization is going. You're not going to get better by avoiding the luxury tax, and it's going to cost you assets at this point because you're in it, and you've got most of your guys signed. Yeah, like I guess the Hawks have to kind of in the same situation where they were last season. Do you feel like we're one big move away from getting to that level where we feel like we're competing and we're a top four team in the East and we're a championship contender? Or are we just like, hey, we got to kind of rebuild this thing on the fly and tear everything down well, and try and I, go I, from there? Again, I don't think that they are at the point where you tear everything down. I mean, if, if you told me we could have Jalen Brown, then I would tell you we're a top three or four team in the Eastern Conference. If if I if we could add Jalen Brown to this roster with DeJounte, with Trey Young, even if I have to trade a Collins or a Capella or a DeAndre Hunter, I mean, if I have to trade one of those assets, then I, I trade one or two of those assets. But if I have if I if I can start my roster with DeJounte, Trey Young, Jalen Brown, okay, now I've got something. You know, and again, you'll probably have a Kongwu and some guys like that. You know, we talked about the idea of a trade that it was a it was a trade for Jalen Brown, and and Day Day was not in favor of this. Jalen Brown for I believe it was, I believe it was the Hawks' first round pick, Jalen Johnson, AJ Griffin, and uh, there was one other player. Um, I, I can't remember who the player was. It, it wasn't it wasn't even Collins. It wasn't even Collins yeah. or Hunter. But it was it was the first round pick, first round pick. Was it Capella? No, it wasn't. It wasn't one of the starting players. Mm. So I mean, I, but again, you had to give up AJ Griffin, Jalen Johnson, and I think it was like and the draft pick and yeah. one other guy. So you gave up your young assets, yeah. basically. Which um, I'm I'm with Dayday on that. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up Jalen and AJ. Maybe one of them. You know what? I don't want to give up both. You, you know what though. Second team All NBA doesn't grow on trees, man. That's very true. <laughs> That's I mean, very true. again, look at, and I'm not saying he's all of the reason why, because obviously they have Jason Tatum as the first team All NBA player. But there's a reason why the Celtics are where the Celtics are at. Mm-hmm. The reason there's a reason why we're at where we're at. Yeah. Let me throw a hypothetical trade mm-hmm. at you. And again, I'm going back to DeAndre Ayton because I really want this to happen. Um, Money wise, it works, and I think the Suns would take it. You can do Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, and the fifteenth pick for Deon for DeAndre Ayton. Um, Money wise, it works. The Suns get depth that they desperately need. They get mm-hmm. a center that fits better for their offense and isn't going right. to be disgruntled in their role. And now DeAndre Ayton is happy because he's definitely going to be probably the second dairy option as far as offense here in Atlanta. I. How much is Ayton making right now? He is set to make approximately thirty-one million. Oh. See, but you I, get to you also get to move on from the bad DeAndre Hunter contract. Well, yeah. Uh, again, um, does anybody want DeAndre Hunter right now? Um, you know, I I I I like Aiton. I don't like Aiton as a thirty-one million dollar player that's yeah. just kind of getting into the, into <laughs> yeah. the first years yeah. of his of his deal. You know, and you know this is this was my thing about the Rudy Gobert thing is. I, I get a player that does some similar things to Rudy Gobert for half the money in Clint Capella. I'm not saying that they are the same player. Gobert is a better defensive player, but 
Capella's good enough to to defend the rim, and Capella's an elite rebounder. But n- nobody, I mean, C- Capella doesn't have to take a back seat to anybody as far as rebounding the basketball goes. So I like Aiton. I don't like Aiton for $31 million, but we'll see what happens. I do like Kuzma, though. I, I think if you trade John Collins, I think that could be a viable option. All right, when we come back, rank them, 404-726-0929. Chuck Green, Kia Studios, Sports Radio, and after the game, the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking local sports. Late at night. It's the John Chuckery Show. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 at the game, back at a Chuckery Show. Headed to the top of the hour, JR Sports Brief coming up after us. 404-726-0929 at JMCH316 on Twitter. Used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends, picking Randy's brain, picking Hugh's brain. Sometimes I would give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it, and we call this segment Rankem. All righty. So... Mr. Chuckery, I have some pretty good lists here I think that you're going to enjoy this time. Uh, We'll start safe for work. Rank these owners from best to worst. So number one is the worst owner. Okay. Michael Jordan, James Dolan, Dan Snyder, John Fisher, who is the owner of the Oakland A's. Uh, John Fisher is is a disgrace to the sports landscape. Um, Dolan would probably be number two. At least Dan Snyder... Wanted to build a winner, mm-hmm. um, even if he didn't know what to do. And then I guess I have to put Michael at number four. Michael's four on your list. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. I mean, I guess he as an owner wasn't a bad person, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, I mean. Like everyone else yeah, on the list it, it, is. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he doesn't fit in the same category as all those other guys. He was just bad at his job. He yeah, just wasn't he wasn't a bad very person. good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, again, a lot of times great players don't make great coaches and managers and owners and things like that okay next up uh this is one that i asked you about earlier uh-huh. uh, this is the biggest idiots with guns okay rank them john morant gilbert arenas jack jones plexico burris uh plexico burris because he shot himself uh in his car right didn't when that what <laughs> yes. it was he yeah. shot himself in his car so he's number one um Gilbert Arenas because he actually brought the guns in and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Who was the uh, and you said um, Jack Jones? He is the New England Patriots corner that's been in the news because he got caught in the airport with two fully loaded oh, guns and he's yes. now facing thirty years in prison. Yeah, um, he'll go number three. And then, in all honesty, I mean, um, who'd you say uh, was John ja Morant? Yeah, I mean, or Ja Wick, <sighs> as some people like to call him. Right. I mean, <laughs> technically, he did not break any laws. It's the it's the 
perception of what he was doing. Right. And right. and he was warned before not to do it, and then he went and did it again. So. Alrighty, so I got one more rankum for you here. Okay. These, in uh, light of Zion Williamson's situation mm-hmm. on Twitter, if you're not aware, uh, just look up the name Mariah Mills, and you'll see what's been going on. Granted, her account has been suspended because she's been going a little overboard. Um, but this list. What has she said? Uh, Mariah Mills is the porn star who's been uh, alleging that ever since Zion Williamson, because, you know, he announced that he had a baby. Yes. uh, Mariah Mills is the porn star who basically alleged that she was his girlfriend and that she had no idea he had a kid. And now she's upset and she was like, is just kind of been putting all his information and business out there on the Twitter streets. Um, So that led me to this question. Uh, Rank these porn stars that were known or rumored to have dated a celebrity. Okay. So, Mariah Mills is number mm-hmm. one. Uh, Tiana Trump is number two. Kiera Mia, if you remember her, she yes. is the one who went on the date with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. And then you have Jaden James, who uh, I believe she was the one with uh, Chuck Liddell for was a it, brief was period. She, was she not with Tiger as well? She may have been. I think she was with Tiger as well. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of that Tiana Trump. <laughs> um, so, that's number one. Um, I'm a big fan of that Kiara Mia as yes, well. Um, she, very much a big fan. Point of her. star Jimmy. He's yes. got good taste. Yes. Uh, so I really like her. Uh, number two. Um, I will put that Jaden James three. Uh, okay. And I think she was with Tiger. I think I think she would not surprise. Tiger apparently had a had a pretty extensive list. Yeah. Well, again, from Perkins waitresses all the way up. Um, so I would put her number three, and then Mariah Mills Mariah number Mills. four. Yes. Yeah. If you. If you can find some of her tweet, it was insane seeing her spiral because she's literally like before her account got suspended. I just looked at her page uh-huh. and every single tweet mentioned him. Every single tweet that she's put out for like the last three days has been directed at him. Wow. I mean, look, you get crazy after a while. You get yeah. crazy. <laughs> you get you get you get comfortable with whatever that lifestyle that he's providing. That's what it is. Well, I mean, again, he's got what 191 million dollars yeah. in he's... his newest contract. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's grab some from my Twitter page. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from our buddy Marco, uh, rank these BG songs: "Jive Talking," "How Deep Is Your Love," "Too Much Heaven," "Night Fever." Well, again, Night Fever is just tremendous. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one of the great songs of the 70s. So yep. uh, Night Fever go number one. Um, I'm going to go How Deep Is Your Love, number two. I'm going to go Too Much Heaven, number three. And I'm not a big fan of jive talking. Um, okay. I I like You Should Be Dancing, yes. but I'm not a big fan of, of jive talking. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, from my buddy J-Dub, uh, rank these players by who will score the most touchdowns this year. London, Pitts, Robinson, Algier. I'm going to go Bijan Robinson, number one. Agreed. I'm going to go Drake London, number two. I'm going to go Tyler Algier, three. And I'm going to put Kyle Pitts, Pitts at number four. At four. I'll tell you what. The Falcons better hope that we're wrong. Oh, Falcons uh, listen, better hope that that I, 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 there, there have been promos that have played. He needs to be Travis Kelsey. Yes. 100 catches, 1,400 yards, a dozen touchdowns. Let me ask you this. How big of a Pepsi drinker are you or soda drinker? Um, I mean, little bits here and there. But, I mean, I've had, I've had Pepsi before. Okay. so I mean, we don't say, we don't say the word. You know, again, you understand, in Atlanta, yes, Pepsi's a four-letter that, word. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, well, 
I recently, because obviously me, while I've grown up here in Atlanta, originally I'm from Chicago. Most of my family is from there. So Pepsi was king for me. Yeah, because you're a carpetbagger. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's call it like it is. You're a dopey millennial carpetbagger. Right. There we go. Um, however, Pepsi came out with a new flavor, and it's mango, and it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Now, I've had it before. Okay. Yes, so then, I've had it before. I want you to rank the Pepsi flavors. Okay. Mango, original, cherry, vanilla. Um, I'll go mango one. I'll go original two. I don't think I've I, I've probably had cherry in my life, so I like I like cherry flavored mm-hmm. soda, and I, I I never got the appeal of vanilla. Really? Like, I, I, you know what I like about vanilla is that it's kind of like cream soda y, and I and I enjoy cream sodas. Okay. Which is I I know it's weird to a lot of people, but like cream soda and like root beer and stuff like that kind of are in the same boat for me. So you, like you enjoy those. cream. <laughs> All right, uh, from our buddy Alvy Cohen, rank these TV franchises with too many spinoffs. CSI, NCIS, Law and Order, Chicago. That Law and Order has got, I mean, they literally have one called SUVs. Yeah. Like the, I, I don't know why they don't <laughs> like SUVs on the TV, but they but they don't like SUVs. So they're number one. Um, that CSI is like just it's way too much. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. way too many. So I'll go them number two. NCIS. Isn't that that one that had Mark Harmon on it? Wasn't he in the yes. NCIS? And then they had uh, NCIS, what, New Orleans? I think that's the one LL Cool J is on or whatever. Okay. I, I have no idea. Um, and then Chicago. I don't even know what Chicago is. Chicago was so, a play. Chicago <laughs> was was Richard Gere and right. um, Michael du- Michael Douglas's wife or what was it? Yeah, Michael <laughs> Douglas's wife. Yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Chicago is, um, so it's like a line of series so like that's where like chicago fire and chicago pd and stuff like that are on they're relatively new all chicago fire down below (laughs) all right from our buddy matt ryan um rank these super teams the 99 rockets with hakeem pippen and barkley the uh, portland trailblazers the 2013 lakers and the 2014 nets um I will take the 2014 Nets because they were a disaster with KG and Pierce and, mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Johnson and those guys. That was yeah. a disaster of a team. I'll take them number one. Uh, Pippen and Barkley and those guys were a disaster as well. I'll take them number two. Um, I'll take the Trailblazers just in general number three. And then I'll take the Lakers because the other teams were a disaster. But, you know, Paul Gasol, Kobe, Kevin Nash – or, sorry, uh, Steve Nash – uh, Dwight Howard. Um, I still like Kobe and Gasol, but yeah. Um, but those other teams are just disastrous. You know what I remember about that team? I remember Steve Nash did an interview, and they were asking him, like, you know, what are you playing for? And mm-hmm. he literally was just like, "I'm playing for the money." Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, when absolutely. he was with the Lakers. Yeah, like, absolutely. He, would, he literally just came yeah. out. He was like, "It's it's yep. the money." <laughs> All right, one last one from the uh, text line. Rank these songs: J Lo's "Waiting for Tonight," Madonna "Holiday." Christine Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, Britney Britney Spears, Hit Me One More Time. I'm going to go J-Lo Waiting for Tonight. I'm going to go Christine Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. I'm going to get Britney Spears, Hit Me One More Time. And I'm not a big fan of Holiday, but I love that era of Madonna. Yes. Dress You Up and some of those songs. I love that era of Madonna. Just not that song specifically. I mean, Crazy For You, Dress You Up, I'm, I'm all into all of that. So... All right, when we come back, wrapping it up with the Love TKO, Chuck Green, Nikia Studios, Sports Radio, 99 on the Game, the Odyssey.com app.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.